Hello and welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks, everybody. With me, your host, Aaron Mashpitz, a.k.a. Jackson Stone. And we have an extremely, extremely special guest. His third time on the pod. Uh, I think you're an exclusive company there, Joel, with uh-huh. third time on the pod. I think you and Sam Pack and maybe Tyler are three-time guests, at least individually. And so... Yeah, this is episode 115 of Jackson Talks, everybody. Holy cow, that's amazing. And just a little recap of Joel's previous episodes on the pod. I wrote them down. Here we go. We have his first appearance on the pod when he moved in to this house, everybody's land, was episode 21, which was recorded on September 10th, 2020. Wow. And then, fast forward basically one year and 10 days, we recorded episode number 72, and that was on September 20th, 2021. And now we are at episode 115, which was recorded, which is today, uh, September 2nd, 2022. This episode will drop later in the month of September. But that's pretty cool. You said episode 21 was my first time on it? It was your first time on it. And now we're on 115. Yeah. Wow. That I'm I'm proud of you and how how far you know this has gone two years a hundred so um a math hold on it's ninety six episodes later yeah two Maybe. years I I'm not doing my math well but wow yeah that's a lot of episodes in two years wow 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 yeah I committed to trying and clearly doing episode every Tuesday. It's working. And I normally take December off to give myself a little break. But I feel like things are really catching momentum. And I don't want to take a break. I was going to ask, how do you think of what content to come out with each week? I mean, obviously I came up and said, yo, when are we doing my third episode? And you're like, well, we can record whenever, but I'm booked. When, that when you said I have scheduled out till uh, whenever this comes out, November something, I was like, wow, like that's a lot of content you have. So like, how, how, how do you have, is it just through people you meet when you don't have guests? Like what, how do you come up with so much stuff and keep people interested? Well, the guest part, that's, I think that's easy. Uh, well, not easy, but I, I just find people in my life who are very interesting some of them are wrestlers, some of them I meet in through baseball or coaching or jujitsu or just at the gym or whatever it is. And um, so through having conversations with them, the content is very easy. Uh, I feel like I've become a fairly good listener through this podcast. So I kind of allow them to, to lead the conversation in that way. And then I'll interject whatever may be necessary. And those conversations are some of the best ones I had, right? Because they're uninterrupted, no phone. No one's coming in and out. Like it's just us, whether via Zoom or in person, it's great. So I love those part of it. And then I like to do individual episodes just by myself because sometimes, as you know, I I read a lot of books. I do know. (laughs) And I listen to a lot of podcasts and I do a lot of like certification classes and coaching classes and all of that stuff. I want to see if I understand it for one and the stuff that most resonates with me, I want to share it with the people of this podcast. And so that's usually how I come up with some of the 
information I want to share on a solo episode, those are pretty short. They only range from about 25 to 35 minutes. And I'll usually just pick one topic to try to go as deep as I can on, kind of like if I was giving a lecture at a university, the best of my knowledge. And sometimes, you know, obviously I stumble over my words. I'm not as sophisticated as I want to sound, but I like doing those because it helps me understand and hopefully it'll resonate with someone who's maybe trying to figure out their habits or uh, find a different movement pattern in their life or whatever the case may be is. So that that stuff is fine uh, or fine's not the right word, but I like doing that a lot just as much as I like having a conversation with someone who comes on the podcast. And it's been really cool because people are very seem to be very receptive about saying yes to coming on the podcast because they're not getting really anything out of it. Like they're not getting money. Like it might get a few new followers. They might have a great conversation. They might build a new friendship through me or what the relationship we create, but really they're just giving me their time. And I think that's why I care so much about making it the best it could possibly be. Cause some people are driving from an hour away or they're taking one hour off of their work day or they're doing something to give up their time to have this pretty intimate. And I'm going to ask some hard hitting questions about some stuff that you don't tell people, especially on a public platform where potentially thousands of people, not if not millions could listen to it. And so that I feel like I'm really, really grateful for that. And I was going to say, if you want millions of listeners, let's just say something controversial and get you canceled. But uh, <laughs> we're not going to go there. No. I'm just kidding. I No, I really have. Uh, I have listened to some of the podcasts. Not can't say I've listened to all of them, but I do. I, it is a lot of episodes and a lot of listening. Uh, but I, I do enjoy, you know, listening to other people's shared experiences. Um, you know, that's why I think I, I've found that nonfiction biographies, um, documentaries and stuff are some of my favorite um, genres and, and, you know, uh, styles of reading and adventure and stuff mm-hmm. because there's just so much, there's so many stories in real life that's not just fantasy right. that's so interesting. Everybody's got a, their own story. Um, and, and that's, that's probably why I don't read a lot of fiction. It's just cause I'm just interested in a lot of people's stories and listening to what other people have to say. So yeah. yeah it makes you believe that things you would have otherwise thought impossible to be possible. Oh yeah. And that's the coolest part. You see it's, this is someone's real life doing these things. Like I know I haven't finished it and I will, but the free solo documentary, right? The dude is climbing up basically this mountain. I mean, you could read a fictionalized story about, you know, a guy going on an adventure or there's, you know, there's somebody who had that real life experience. He's really that doing real it. life experience is yeah. just as cool of a story to me as, you know, the fictional one. And you know me, I like my fiction. Right. We're big Marvel people here. <laughs> I'm a big Marvel people here. Uh, but, you know, people have awesome stories and, you know, I, this platform is, is great for that. For well, you to get to listen. So, but uh, on that, like Marvel, the best Marvel movies, in my opinions, are the ones that could potentially be something that happens in real life. So it's interesting you say that. So part of the initial when Marvel came out with their comic book line, Stanley and Jack Kirby, was they wanted to make everyday people 
in real life places have these extraordinary experiences. So, like, unlike, um, you know, DC where it takes place in Metropolis or Krypton, like, sure, in Marvel there are these, you know, fictitious places, but the early on stories all took places in real life places like New York City. Right. Um, you know, Captain America is from Brooklyn, Spider-Man's from Queens, and a lot of the court um a lot of the comic books back there incorporated the real life, you know, essence of um, you know, American life and just what happens when an extraordinary thing happens. That's where the imagination comes in. But uh yeah, the best stuff are the ones that seem like it could be real because a lot of the stories you know, are incorporating real people's lives. So. Amazing. Okay, we have to do one thing before we get into the meat and bones of this episode. Okay. <clears throat> when we recorded episode number 72 on September 20, 2021, your dad was going through his thing. Yes. And now we can update people about the great news that you have, that you and your family have, that recently just happened over the last couple of months. So I think we should start there, and you can tell that portion yeah. of it or whatever you want to share from that. Yeah, happy to. So um, I guess last episode I was on, um, my dad was currently um, searching for a kidney transplant. He uh, or he needed a kidney donor. Usually through the live process, a live donor is going to be the much uh, quickest and efficient way to uh Get one, uh, get a kidney rather than being on the wait list, which could take up to four or five years if. Um, and so, after about I would say nine months on dialysis and about a year looking, he found a match in June. Um, it, it was scheduled in uh, to take place in New York City. It's just where the donor program was through. Uh, so my dad and mom went up to New York. The donor's also from Plano. So he got flown up to New York and was taken care of by the organization um, that helped, you know, find my dad you know, kidney. And uh, he was there for two months and back home and better spirits than I've seen him in the past 10 years so 10 years oh he he's yeah he's been oh he's been a lot happier lately like I've seen him smile and laugh a lot more um you know at my ass nine jokes he uh <laughs> he he's uh yeah just a lot more lively it seems and I think going to dialysis uh three times a week was um, I mean, to say physically and, you know, it was draining, mm -hmm. um, and mentally, you know, physically, because the kidneys, essentially what they do are, if you don't know, they remove the toxins from your blood. That's what turns into urine. When your kidneys don't function, you can't remove those toxins from your blood. So you don't, um, that's when kidney failure happens and dialysis is the external process that uh, removes those toxins mm. from your blood. Uh, so he was doing that. It's a long, not so fun process. Uh, can be, you know, a little painful and you're sitting, you know, for four hours. But 
uh, thanks to, you know, thank God, you know, there was somebody that saw my mom made a website and signs and QR codes and I always thought she was crazy and you know what, she, she, is a little, she was a little bit crazy but sometimes I've, I've realized sometimes it takes radical things to make radical change happen mm -hmm. and uh, you know, who, who, some, some random gentleman just saw one of my mom's signs in a neighborhood and was compelled to do something greater than himself and it uh yeah so it is hopefully giving my dad a few more years than he would have and like i said he's a lot more happy now he doesn't have to go to dialysis he's traveling more doing a lot more things uh you know he couldn't uh ha you know wouldn't have been able to do so um yeah things are complete 180 since uh last time we spoke and yeah yeah uh i appreciate you asking Absolutely. and if anybody has been involved or thinking about it you know i also appreciate you too it was uh it wasn't the easiest of processes uh you know dealing with uh it's mostly a lot of dealing with the unknown like mm -hmm. the fear of losing uh, you know, it kind of came and went, uh, but it was more so the fear and anxiety of what really is to come, like how long is, you know, the downward spiral once kidney failure, like how grumpy and stuff will, you know, all this last and, uh, you know, that was, that was the biggest worry, but, you know, everything has, has, has since changed and... For the better yeah the uh sometimes the fragility of life can hit you right in the face exactly exactly and um it's like wow i was talking the other days um you know i'm, I'm in this jewish learning group mm -hmm. and um one of the things we're learning about is being appreciative of the little mundane things in life yep. like you you take for granted like eating a full meal, uh, you know, going to the bathroom, uh, you know, taking a shower, brushing your teeth. It's just these basic things that you, you just do it because it's autopilot and you don't take the time to think. And so some guy was, you know, he was like, you know, I, I'm a biology major and it made me realize, you know, how appreciative of, you know, body to be able to do these things that I know other people aren't able to and I told him look what you just said there's an experience that I just had where I remember going to a movie with my dad and uh, walking out of the theater and you know what's the first thing you do when you leave the movie theater you go to the bathroom you pee, uh, you pee. and I, I was like yeah you gotta go and he goes like I, I, I don't do that anymore and that's one of the things that happens uh, when you're on dialysis is uh, you lose your ability to pee. Whoa. So, uh, yeah, because you, you don't, your kidneys aren't you know, filtering the toxins. So uh, you lose your ability to urinate. And it's that little thing that, you you know, that he, that friend said that made me re-spurn that I, I, idea of like, yeah, you know, 
just even going to the bathroom and just the little things in life we all take for granted. If, you know, other people are, other, I mean, and there's always going to be people who have it worse than you. There's always somebody and there's always somebody who's probably going to have it better than you. There's no such thing as true equality, you know. Oh, yeah, well, you know, we're not all going to be having the same shared experience is probably what I should say. So my dad, um, you know, just not being able to go to the bathroom is something that made me realize, yeah, I, 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 little things in life I definitely take for granted. And uh, he's doing well, happy, and living life. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. I like to call that uh, when I'm working with people and we're trying to kind of get some more appreciation for life. Everyone, everyone knows the the sense of gratitude, right? Having being grateful or thankful for the things in your life. And there's a a plus one of that, which is basically building optimism into your life, like having this fundamental belief that things will work out for the best uh, through like the the right work, attention, and effort. Kind of like your mom going the extra mile, believing that her husband would get better, but she put in the fucking work, and it happened, right? That's an optimistic work ethic towards something she believes will work out. And so you can, you can, you can train that into your own life by doing exactly what you said. And I like to call it being a researcher of the good. I was great. I, and I'll, I'll fully honest. Like I was more of the pessimist, you know, I didn't think that a QR, QR code would work. You know, I heard a Mark Cuban quote back in the day that QR codes were the herpes of the business world. <laughs> And now, oh, uh, Mark. And uh, now it's the the it's. They're very convenient. It's very yeah. Very helpful. Everyone has their phone. Takes you directly to where you need to go. I think this quote was you know fifteen years ago. Right, of so. course, fifteen years ago. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just you know, my, anyway, being a pessimist, not as open to just trying radical. Like I said, sometimes it takes radical ideas and radical change to make radical change happen. And right. Uh, so yeah being a researcher of the good finding those small mundane moments that are, are actually amazing like you go to the grocery store we hit the Walmart across the street and you're carrying two bags and it looks like you won't be able to open the door but someone comes opens the door for you you have a little smile you say thank you and you make it to your car like that's an amazing moment but we're going to take that uh, and we're just going to kind of pass it by if we're not consciously thinking about it or maybe writing it down when we get home um, and we're taking it for granted instead of as granted. And so I think that's a big distinction. But that's beautiful, yeah. Optimism. It's one of my favorite things. Yeah, it's just taking the time to be, you know, thankful. Just think about it for a little bit. It doesn't have to be longer than five minutes. You're no. like, okay, these things are really quite cool in my life. Wow, amazing. And it doesn't mean that you remain complacent about the things that you have. You can still want more, but still be uber grateful for what you actually do have because that's giving you a launching pad for what you can actually get. Because you already have these things. You have food and housing and friendship and family and love. You know, if you have those things or whatever it is in your own life. But then you have, okay, I have all these things. But I want these things. But I'm still really, really appreciative of this. If I don't ever get these things, I already still have these. And that's amazing. And my life is still fulfilled because of it. And so that's pretty cool, I think. It is. But the real reason you wanted to record this episode was... 
you had a list that you wanted to share. Yeah, so for those of you who do not know, uh, come November 1st, uh, I will no longer be uh, living here as I am uh, being replaced. <laughs> uh, respectfully, I understand. <laughs> and I politely disagree with the reasoning, <laughs> but... You know, we all move on to next chapters of our lives. And, uh, you know, with that, I thought I'd share my top 10 list of experiences uh, and things I've learned, you know, while living here with Aaron Mashbit slash Jackson Stone. And uh, you got it out. You got it ready to go. Yeah, it was it was kind of fun to make it, you know, think reflect on honestly two years uh, consecutively is the longest I think I've lived with somebody outside my, you know, it wasn't my parents. And, right. uh, you know, it was, it was a great time. I, I can't complain. Uh, I, I mean, I can't complain. There's a lot to complain about, but no, it was, it was honestly a great experience and I'm gonna, it's not like I'm going anywhere. So... No. But, but yeah, uh, it was um, you. You you came in to this house right when I needed you, and you. I came into this house right when I needed somewhere to live. Somewhere to live. To it, honestly, you know, we weren't we weren't really friends then. We hadn't seen each other in such a long time, and now two years has flown by. Um, before you would you would not. I've never even thought about inviting you to my wedding. Now I want to invite you to my bachelor trip and to my wedding. So, I mean, it's like pretty cool how things happen in your life when a situation before that was really difficult and now something two years flies by. It's like, you know, we haven't, we haven't really had any arguments or things that, I mean, I've done some things that I needed to apologize for to you. And I'm sure I've done some stuff and I know I've apologized for and so, I mean, we're two easygoing people yeah. just understand life's hard and you know, we're all just trying to trying to make it in, in yeah. this in this life and You were <laughs> you were here both times when we had flooding and we managed to figure that out. So you know? And uh, so it's it's yeah. I'm I'm sad to see you go, but I'm also very excited for my, I'm excited my for lady your next to, to move too. in, and so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But so cool. Number number ten. You know, ten all the way. Oh, so we're going. So high yeah, high. it's like top ten. Top ten list. You know, we used to do these in BBYO back in the day. I love and, a good top you know, ten list. Good Letterman used to do these. I think so. You know, get get involved in things. Um, it'll help you meet new people and branch out. I I think part of the reason why I started getting involved too back with the McKinney community band that I'm playing with, uh, trombone with was, um, I saw you get involved with your Krav Maga and your, uh, judo group or uh, judo, not jujitsu, jujitsu, right? jitsu Damn it. Um, you got the first one. Right? I, I knew it had Jew in it. <laughs> you put the Jew in one of them. <laughs> well, so yeah. Krav Maga from the Jews. And yes. The got so, so yeah. So, you know, and I, like you said, like you met people on there that you would get on your podcast and that you've, I, I saw, was it that you were invited to one of their kids' birthday parties yeah. or something? So it's like, I see what happens when you get involved and feel like you're part of something that's, 
you know, kind of greater than yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, when when you're doing, you know, martial arts, you got to be very mindful, respectful, and just aware of your surroundings so nobody's getting injured. Right. You know, and that's something that's kind of, you know, you're contributing to somebody else's, you know, success and, and their, their well-being. You know, for me, being part of a band is me contributing to the greater sound and just creating awesome music. It's not hard for me to play just, you know, row, row, row your boat while everybody's playing Beethoven's Ninth. Like, I could do whatever I want and just completely mess up the, you know, band. But to feel like I'm contributing to something and making something beautiful and being something a bigger part of myself and getting involved, you know, is really made me happy. And that's why, you know, I, I say, like, Thursdays are now my most... I look forward to Thursdays most now yeah. in my week because it's the it's the day they have band rehearsals and uh, it, it truly gives me you know pleasure and joy. So you know, you told me I saw you get involved and uh, you know helped spark me getting involved. Yeah, so. it's beautiful. The other day you said that you uh, wouldn't be able to come to the next You Are Loved event because it's on a Thursday and that's when band practice is. And I really appreciate that because band is a priority for you and it's something that you hold in high esteem. It makes you feel better. You're part of a community and you're like, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm like, I have no issue with that whatsoever. Like, this is what you want to do. And I would rather you be doing that than you feel like you're forcing yourself to come to the event, which I know that's not how you would feel. Obviously, you came to the first one and you've always, you support everything. But that's uh, that's cool to me. And that's a cool transition to see that that's like... You're hard on your stance, like this is what is valuable to me, and I'm going to this. Yeah, it's very cool. So, and I hope uh, this is the plug. You are loved event on September 29th, 2022. 29th. Tequila Delicious, Uptown Dallas. Be there, or be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great, great plug. Yeah, because this episode should come out like the the Tuesday right before the Thursday. So yeah, so here we go. <laughs> Anyway, well, or go uh, watch Joe at band practice, <laughs> or come to. I will. I don't even think I'll be at our concert. I'll be. I'll be in New York. It's uh, our concert is October eighth at uh, uh, Christ United Methodist Church Plano. I think <laughs> uh, we're playing a bunch of organ uh, pieces with the organ, nice. and that's just place churches have organs. Right. Um, and then December tenth, I believe, is going to be our you know winter Christmas concert. So. Uh, we'll, we'll be sure to plug those if you guys just enjoy coming. In. Well, Joel's gonna come on the podcast every September for the rest of his life. So. That's that's well, you it's know third year running well, every September. So isn't that what uh, the founding father said? Death uh, taxes and coming on Aaron's podcast yes. in September. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. So uh, you know some some of this top ten list, you know, is. Things I've learned, and it's also, you know, so, so some comedy stuff. So, number nine, find yourself a handyman who knows what they're doing and stick with them the rest of your life. Thunderbelly, love ya. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm not good at fixing anything, like straight up. I'm just not good at it, whether it comes to my car, my house. Uh, I'm just not mechanical or technical, and. Things have broke in this house. If you're a homeowner, you know that things break all of the time, and we've had some some ups and downs with some things. So, which is which has made me learn. Like, is that something that we, 
us as a millennial generation maybe just haven't been incorporated or taught as much, you know. My, my dad is, he's always kind of been, not a super hands-on guy. Like, he can't build a house or do woodworking or shit. But, right. you know, he could do some basic car mechanics and stuff and, you know, paint the house or, you know, sand something or how to change this. Right. And, um, you know, it's, for us, it's like, look, Call, call the handy, you know, call somebody and help fix it. I mean, are there are there simple things in life that we just, you know, that we could easily just learn how to do, but we, we resort to other things. And we choose is, not to because we want to allocate our time towards different things. I could have, my dad's very handy and he's very smart and he's very meticulous with some of those things. That's why he was an engineer for a long time. I just didn't spend enough time doing those things with him and I just let him do it because I was doing something else. Most of my time when I was younger was put towards baseball. That was like literally what I was doing 24-7. And I just didn't think it was a necessary part of my growing up. And then I didn't take any of those classes in high school or college because, again, I was playing baseball. And they don't really, I mean, they, they don't they really from maybe like one like handyman carpentry class. And, and I'm not, and I don't know anybody that you know, does that. But, like, what was... I had a change... When I moved back in with my parents, like, right after college, mm -hmm. um, the upstairs toilet, um, something like the flusher wasn't working, and Dad's like, go figure it out. Like, yeah, you gotta go change it. I'm not calling anybody, you know, I'll pay for the parts. But, you know, I had... Did the research? Why is toilet making the sound? And you know, figured this it is it, I figured out uh, this valve is exactly what I need to go by, and you know, uh, so you know, get yourself a handyman. Yeah. Um, or go learn some, you know, go learn some, skills. Go learn some I mean, skills. Some of those trades, man, are so cool. Like I have so much respect for like a plumber or uh, the person who came over and fixed the pipe that blew up. Uh, or doing the circuit board. the circuit <laughs> like the electrician Frankie Fisher like all that stuff is so like I don't know why trades aren't like that's a that's a, such a cool skill to have like you're 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 a master in this one thing um, and I have a lot of respect for it because when things hit the fucking fan around here you need someone like that who knows what they're doing car breaks down on the side of the road all of a sudden I've I don't know my car I only know about my car when it works Remember, I mean, the other day, and I, I, I felt like the biggest jackass afterward. But when your battery was dead, yeah. I knew that it was the battery was dead, and that I just needed to jump. And I didn't know why. I just needed to keep the car running a little bit longer. Yeah. But that's exactly like, you know, it's called AAA. So the experts came over. They sorted it out, and it was it was all trades. Trade, yeah. So trades are important. And they're really cool, and I think they should be much more valued in our society. But but yeah. So uh, there's been a lot of you know uh, issues or uh, roadblocks or defaults or f functional issues <laughs> at this place since I've lived here yeah. and. Uh, and, um, you seem to be on a good streak right now. You've learned me about... I know, I know. Uh, let's just hope that the summers, you know, didn't fuck up your foundation too much. But you did you did teach me about homeownership and, and watching over... Like, 
You didn't even know we needed to change the air filters. Like, when I first moved in here, that was something basic. Like, you do is just changing the air filters. We didn't know how to do that. Now I got it every month. Exactly. So, you know, I've learned something about home ownership. Everything but paying, you know, the mortgage and the... Can't wait. Can't wait to come over to your home. Yeah, I was going to say. So, cool. Uh, Which kind of leads me to, to the next point at number eight. You know, if you, if you don't have a roommate always at home, I recommend getting flood insurance. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. So, that, that brings us to the flooding stories. Uh, first time, um, I forgot if you were out of town. I was on my way to Oklahoma for a baseball tournament. Okay. And I was just... Working, it was. I was here working, and it was just downpouring rain. And I go out into the living room or the little dining area, and it is just filled <laughs> with water. Like, cause I I work with my headphones on, so like I hear the rain kind of, but I'm not like I'm not paying attention. I come out and I'm. I am freaking the fuck out. Like, (laughs) I am absolutely panicking. Like, full on. I think I called you maybe three or four times, texted you, and then, then, you know, thank your parents for eventually coming up. But I just started grabbing, like, every towel imaginable, <laughs> like, whatever extra, like, ma- the mattress topper. Yeah. Like, I just started, and I was like, oh, my God, this place is going to... F- like, how is this place flooding? Like, I was so worried about just everything. Like, and I'm going to be responsible for all of this stuff. I'm like... I'm not a homeowner. This isn't my place, and so I was. A, and it all just came from this atrium yep. that just filled up, and it was. It was. It was. Oh man, I, just, I imagine what Noah had to deal with back in back in the day. Um, Are you referring to Noah's Ark? Yes, uh, that that <laughs> Noah. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, and then. So we had that flood on more than one occasion to the point where whenever it was raining or hell, I think when it just got overcast at some points and we, you know, were predicting that there was going to be rain. We we would we we had our had a, a system down where we just took our towels and just pushed it under the door to make sure that, you know, it would absorb anything coming through. We went, we got sandbags. Those which, worked good. Did they? Yeah, yeah. Water didn't come in uh, as much. I don't think water came in really as much since we got those, so. And then something. eventually I got a thing put in front of the door that, that has prevented it from happening since because we've had some good rain over the last couple of weeks, and so pretty oh, good. Oh yeah, good. That was that was good. That was an experience for sure, though. <laughs> and then the pipe, then the pipe bursts. Yeah. So and that yeah. goes into your room, and fortunately not into mine. Uh, yeah, that was just a like over the long haul. I think that happened like when we had that um, 
that really uh, the winter the freeze. winter freeze. We didn't have anything happen then. Yeah, but I think it started to kind of crack over time, and then wear and tear over the year. Just it, it bursts. just bursts, like I'm sure many people have experienced in their homes. So you were you were at Rees when that happened. Yes. I do remember. Yeah, and then we drove back. You shut off the water. The guy came over the next day. He fixed it. Yeah, I panicked so hard during that time. I, that was I remember that because I was having a rough day, a rough day after work, and uh, I just I I remember I needed to shut off. I just remember I gotta shut off the water. Gotta shut off the water, and so I remember going out and trying to. I couldn't turn the valve like I got a wrench and this and I just called my my dad like dad I know that we he had the you know the turnkey um and I just like flipped flipped out at him I I was so mad but that was just in a you know I was in a panicking situation we met up got the key things were you know resolved you know it's, it's okay to panic and freak out for a little bit but uh you know, things get fixed and it, it, yeah. And we got it sorted. So that was number eight. You don't have a roommate constantly home <laughs> like me. I think I'm the only one that caught all the floods <laughs> Yeah. and the termites. Yep. And the termites. And, uh, what other buckling of the, yeah. So flooding causes buckling of the, uh, of the, uh, hardwood floors. So it's another thing. God, what a great time to be. Nothing burned down. Uh, Not yet. Nope. Let's not say yet. Let's just hope nothing ever burns down. We'll be good. We'll be good. Cool. Uh, So, I guess that'll lead into number seven. Uh, Wait, no. Number eight. That was number seven. Get involved. Handyman. Yeah. Flood. Yeah. Cool. So speaking, that so with the flooding gave me a chance to meet your parents. Uh-huh. Love Lori and Mark. Right. But even more so, number six, Chewy is the real CEO. Chewy is awesome. Chewy's a Chewy's a dope dog. We get Chewy soon. We get Chewy yeah, soon. Yeah. My parents are going to Miami. Oh, I thought you were saying as in we as in like you guys were getting chewy permanently. Oh, I'm like, no. how the hell are you getting chewy permanently? No, that's that's. For yes, about, we get to look over chewy. Yeah, for about uh, six or seven days. Yes. Yeah. Chewster's awesome. We he, love the Chewster. He's a. He's a good boy. He's, he's, a, he's a lifesaver. For he's a good go. companion, and yeah. hopefully, uh, you know, I'll keep saying this. I probably said last pod, but I want to get dog. Eventually, you know. When time is right, mm-hmm. it'll fall into place. So uh, that leads into, uh, I guess, number six now. So uh, <laughs> multiple identity disorder is real. <laughs> so the amount of people I've met with too many different names here is just unbelievable. You got Aaron, Aaron Mashbits, a.k.a. Jackson Stone, and then you got... Uh, also Dimitri, who's actually Danny, and then you got uh, who? Uh, the wedding you're going to tonight, Casey, is actually Aaron, and uh, who? Who else? Uh, Ryan Remington is actually his Ryan. Name's Ryan Reed. <laughs> uh, there's it's just, very funny. Joel, it, anytime someone would come over to the house, Joel would ask me 
do they know you by Aaron or do they know you by Jackson? <laughs> I'd have to ask, dude, you know, because I only ever knew you before just only as Aaron. Like, right. Jackson was never a thing. And then, you know, all your social media then became Jackson. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I remember, like, you, you, I, we were always social media friends, and I always saw, like, you post stuff, and I was like, Jackson, this is... Yeah, I was, I was, and then when people actually called you Jackson in real life, that's when I was like, what is going? It's legit, man. Yeah, I was like, okay, so this is a world of its, like, it was a world of its own. So, uh, the nicknames, I guess, are, are, are real. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ch- Chandler's real name is Chandler. Yep. So, uh, got, got that one. We got so. Chandler down, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. And that was that was one of the yeah definitely and one of the funnier things is having to ask people Jackson or Aaron or some people know you as both uh-huh. some people wouldn't even know that your real name was Aaron and that was the actual like funniest part like when you had somebody come pick up a couch or like something table and they're like oh Jackson I was it was like hey, you're Aaron and they're like who's Aaron? I was like a oh, Jackson. <laughs> So yeah, that was it. Was just so. Uh, well, for a long time, I wasn't saying my my real name on on the internet. Uh, if I met like wrestlers backstage, I would introduce myself as Aaron because you know we're part of the this group of wrestlers who can introduce ourselves by our our real names. But anytime I was out in front of fans or I was in a on a public platform, it was it was Jackson Stone for a really long time until it wasn't right until I made this kind of transition and now. I've built this brand and so kind of both names are both out in the open. It's all kind of intertwined in one thing, especially since I'm not wrestling at this current time. And so it's all, but the watching you over the last couple of years with different people you meet and in different situations and people sleeping on our couch and who are they and where do you know them and how do they know you? It was, it was quite funny. Yeah. Well, well, which leads me to, you know, number five now, random people sleeping on your couch is not uncommon. <laughs> Although, uh, I don't think I have ever seen, well, maybe once. So, uh, as usual, every episode of Joel on the Jackson Talks Everybody podcast is sponsored by the Leather Sofa Company. Uh, Go to the Leather Sofa Company of Dallas, owned by the great Lurie family. That's right. Seth Lurie is working the shop off of Alpha and the Tollway, Dallas North Tollway, told the uh, tell them uh, Jackson slash Aaron and Joel sent you. For sure, do that though. And uh, it's it's been a great couch, and uh, it's actually a pull out bed, and mm-hmm. nobody is actually you know I've actually passed out on it a couple times. I think you've passed out For on sure. it. So, uh, but yeah, if you walk in and there's somebody sleeping on your couch, it's uh, not uncommon. Nope. Oh, cool. Uh, this one. This one really got me when I first came in here. This so, is number four? A number four. Straight men wear thongs. <laughs> so. Hell yeah, the baby. The story behind that was I was doing laundry, and all of a sudden, I see a thong in the... In, it was not anybody's that was over here and he, and sure enough it, it, 
it, it was this, guys, and that's just, you know, when you're wrestling and you don't want people, you, the way you, it's the modest thing to do. Yeah, I wore, I wore the little trunks when I wrestled. And I experimented with some different underwear to best fit underneath there. And I didn't want the, you know, I needed my, my privates to be situated in a way where they wouldn't come out or that, cause that would be very weird and awkward and uh, inappropriate. And I wanted them to stay in one place cause in wrestling you move a lot. And so there's a lot of physical activity and I was trying to find underwear that would keep them in place. But when you look at my butt, you wouldn't see like the underwear coming out the butt or you wouldn't see like the lines that sometimes that females have when they wear yoga pants. I didn't want that. So I uh, I bought a few thongs off Amazon to try and f- see which one fit best. And then you just kind of get used to it. And, and then that was my thing for a really long time. I'm too traumatized by uh, high school wedgies. So, uh, but no, that was that was just a funny uh, occurrence. And <laughs> yeah, so uh, next thing, you know. Uh, so number three, number you know, three. I've learned we we have drastically different tastes in in media and <laughs> what we watch. Like when I first came in here, like you were watching the boys and Cobra Kai and Ted Lasso and like just finishing. I don't know what Marvel was on, but like it was uh, actually there was no Marvel on. It was twenty twenty. Um, but then all of a sudden, like, I don't want to watch it, and you're just watching a bunch of, like, rom-coms and soapy, <laughs> sappy, um, like, I want to cry type <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, I, the big th- I think the big thing that, that got me was when, like, it was Borat 2 came out, and, like, you did not want to watch that worst shit. And I was like... Dude, Borat was my, like, the funniest thing I saw, like, in seventh grade. I was so excited looking forward to it, and you just could not give any shits. And uh, <laughs> and then there'd be other Marvel stuff, and I'd be, like, right on it. And, uh, you know, I just learned we got different tastes. And A little that's bit. Not, that's not bad. But we did agree that I will be coming over... To watch Ted Lasso when that comes out. Yes, we have you know, a weekly engagement. I I did not watch the first season when I first came here. Um, and I was told multiple times by multiple people, especially Aaron, that, you know, I'd really like it. And I'd have always been a Jason Sudeikis fan. And, you know, What Up With That on SNL is one of my favorites. What Up With That? And the, the ESPN. Well, <laughs> so... Um, yeah, it just, uh, I look forward to coming back and still watching Ted Lasso. That was amazing. Uh, that's I do appreciate your recommendations, and a lot of them are good. It just takes me a long time to get to them. It happens, and... I've, I've watched most of the Marvel movies, mostly because Ree's working her way through, um, and we're, we're pretty, <laughs> we're doing pretty good. We just have the new Doctor Strange movie to watch, and then uh, maybe watch all the TV shows and then some of the movies that came out this year. Um... I haven't watched She-Hulk yet, uh, but some of the other recommendations you've given and some of the movies we watched here together were good. I guess that, that, that'll that lead me into unwritten number 2.5. Mm-hmm. I need to find me somebody that hasn't watched the Marvel 
series. Oh, I, I think that would be such an incredible be, experience for be, you. Well, because, well, I mean, I enjoyed uh, using your girlfriend for, you know, your first round of experience and like getting to talk with somebody who's never seen these movies and then actually, you know, from the very first Iron Man to through Endgame and now into the next series, like seeing somebody watch all those movies, like from never having watched anyone um, and coming from somebody who's watched all of them multiple, multiple, multiple times, like that was exciting. I, I was exciting for me to yeah. get to watch. Well, it so. just feels fresh and it feels almost like I'm watching it for the first time too because I'm watching it with a person who's never seen it and some of these movies you haven't seen in so long. Yeah. Right, because the the whole thing took what? Like how long did it take from the first it was to the a, last It was a 10-year saga. Right, so like it's amazing and you see things you wouldn't have seen, you like different things, you're also just appreciating the idea of it because the person you're watching it has such fresh eyes and they're like into it and so you're into it and it's like, it's very cool. And so, yeah, I, I, I appreciating you know, letting me, I'm part of the Marvel journey. Yeah, anytime that we needed, uh, we had, we took time in between watching movies, we needed uh, IMDB Joel to uh, come here and give us the, the quick rundown so we would know what we were watching going into the next movie. Which is probably what I'm doing after this is going to see uh, the Spider-Man 3 extended extra 11 minutes uh because you know i need that extra 11 minutes in my life oh sweet uh and yeah they re-released it and uh it's a great it's great day dolby great time to spend your day off with spider-man it's you know i'm usually spending my days off with marvel yeah. so uh so that was right. 2.5 i need to find me someone that was fun that was fun i'll miss that uh number two number two so be a supportive friend be open-minded to new things. Wow. So, I, you know, I'm not going to say I, I like wrestling or entertainment wrestling, um, but I found a new respect for it since living here. And, you know, uh, I, I, driving that, you know, 45 minutes to Bedford is, you know, you know what it was. But I think I came to maybe five shows or something since I lived here. And, um... You know, I gained a new respect for the, for what, you know, the entertainment, uh, you know, wrestling sphere does. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I don't get it. I still don't get what the storylines are, but the way that y'all communicate with each other, you know, and keep each other safe for the most part. And, um, I mean, the fans are another thing I, I will never blend in or, or understand what what I mean as it goes over my head but I have a new respect for ever you know the the things that go into it and uh, you know and just being supportive and just you know I would go there for you I want to go there for wrestling okay I lie I go there for Mr. Legs too Mr. Legs Shout out Mr. Legs you are my favorite wrestler uh Number one is you. Number two is 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 Jack. Works for me. Jackson's. I've been I've been meaning to say that. Just I mean, the dude comes out with glittery legs and mannequin legs, and it's just it's oh, epic. 
It's epic. I mean, if you came out swinging boulders like Jack the Stone, <laughs> like maybe. But nah. So uh, I've learned. I've learned to respect. Uh, you know, be, support your friends and what they do, even if it's unusual. Uh, hopefully, you could come to one of my concerts. You know, I I wouldn't recommend anybody. Like I probably wouldn't go watch one of my own concerts. You know, just because. You know, seeing a local community band playing just, you know, when music doesn't seem appealing. I'd rather go see an orchestra. But, you know, being supportive in your friends and what they do is it's important. That it's very important. It's really important. And, uh, um, well, I appreciate you coming. Yeah, so. Thank you. Uh, unfortunately, now you're retired. I don't, I probably, uh, you know, if there's ever the, the grand return, there's no such thing as retirement and wrestling, y'all. So. <laughs> Yeah, if there's ever a... Uh, if there's ever the return yeah. of Jackson Stone, I look forward to being there. You single-handedly got me a bunch of merchandise with my own initials on it. Let's go! Uh, so, uh, that's that was also the... You know, I love telling people, like, yeah, I got a roommate. His name is Jackson Stone, but his real name is Aaron Mashbitz. He does entertainment wrestling. Like, I love telling your story to people. It's a lot more interesting than my story. Like, when I tell people you're a wrestler and they're like, you mean like WWE? I'd be like, yes, like, just like WWE. Like, he could have gone that route, like the independent circle more. Like, I, I know your. I, I've learned your story and learned the respect, and I really enjoyed that. So, uh, yeah, support support your friends, y'all. Thanks, Joel. And, and listen. So, and then last one, you know. Number one. Number one. This is uh, most biggest thing I learned, and you know, you taught me that change is actually, you know, truly, truly possible, and if you put the work in. You know, if you, you you could get outcomes how you want. And I say that because when I came in here two years ago, you were like, oh, you ready to party? You know, we'll be having this sort of stuff. Uh, I don't think there there you were on the dating apps. And, mm-hmm. you know, there was more that you've talked about in your pods. Yeah. So I don't I have to be so shy. There was multiple people. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately, that, that led to some friendships of my own. You know, right. actually, to shout out, what up, Christina, if you're watching this. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you texted me today. Uh, I was asking you if you wanted to get lunch. Unfortunately, you're busy. Hope we could get lunch soon. But, yeah, like, you you were, you know, you said that you were this, you know, not a party animal, but you were, th- you know, wanted to throw parties. You uh, weren't necessarily settled down. Um, uh, it, it didn't have as much focus or, you know, know exactly everything that, you know, you were doing. Mm-hmm. Um then I don't know what it was that like sparked. It was literally I think after Solo came, and I loved getting to meet like everybody that came here. That was one. That was another awesome thing about living here. Is you you know a lot of people, or even the though even people you don't like know know, but just know through like social media and stuff like that. You'll have here. It's like you actually turn internet people into real life people, mm. which is awesome. I don't, maybe I got trust issues. I don't trust people, internet people, you know, sorry, African prince. I'm not sending you my money. You got me once. You're not getting me. I'm kidding. Um, 
No, but, uh, you know, I think it was after, you know, Soul came out. No, I don't know. So you just started becoming, there was a new focus in you. And you just had this new routine and drive. And I know, like, the celibacy, you know, I think was a, um, I don't know if it was, like, a turning point or the drive that kind of sparked the change in everything. It's not, um, but, you know, that something sparked and changed in you and that you got routine, you became really focused, you kind of settled down. Well, and never that I saw you, like, super wild or anything, but, like, now you don't drink. Mm -hmm. You you really, the only, we'll get you off the chewing tobacco soon. Maybe. Uh, Um, you know, you don't smoke, it is, you'll drink your coffee and really water and other, you know, nutritious drinks, but, uh, you know, maintain a healthy diet, but, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, and then you settle down and you found a girl, and, you know, I think just putting focus and drive and determination you know, you were you were twenty eight when I when I moved in here. I'm twenty eight when I'm leaving out of here, and now you're thirty. And uh, you know, it's not too late to mature and change and kind of grow up. And um, you know, I I know I don't have always the healthiest habits, or you know, do, you know always have drive or motivation or, you know, uh, confidence or the ter- determination to, you know, be proactive and change stuff and, you know, just seeing you in the two years I've I've lived here, yeah, there's a lot of change that happened in you. And, uh, yeah, proud of it. And uh, it's inspiring and hopefully, you know, I could take that and, change myself for the better and, and be a better person and yeah so with that that was the top 10 wow enjoyed it yeah it's interesting to think about the last two years if you put the whole two years in perspective it's really interesting you, know, you really have changed a lot yeah I mean I <clears throat> I can't say I've changed too much yeah, I just, uh, I think I've, you know, I finally found a, like a path that I want to actually stay on, you know? You know, this episode is being recorded September 2nd, 2022. Tomorrow, September 3rd, is the four-year anniversary of my sister's passing. And really, that was kind of the day where everything started. And then it, it transferred into I had a lot of these big plans, and I wanted to do this and this, and then... COVID hit and I started drinking a lot and I started doing other extracurricular activities with a lot of people coming in this house and then you moved in and then some things happened and then I had some deeper conversations and realizations about my life and then I just kind of decided that everything I wanted to do that I've been thinking about the past couple years that was maybe clouded by wrestling or drinking or other girls that I needed to remove it all so I could actually do the things that I wanted to do. And I really didn't have any other choice because I needed to make money to live, one. 
Uh, so that can be a driver, but it was really more of an intrinsic driver that I wanted to do something for myself and for, you know, the people in my life. And it's changed and it's, it's, yeah, I don't drink anymore. I don't really party by the, by that standard. Um, you know, I run my own business. I'm in a amazing relationship, you know, so it's all, it's all, like you said, it's all very possible and it's cool to have someone kind of on the outside, but also on the inside seeing that in you yeah i mean it's sometimes yeah it's nice to have that outside perspective too and you know it's been fun because now it just feels like this is the person that i have always been but it's not true i was you know whatsoever right it's not true whatsoever i I love you've seen many iterations of me one in in high school where i was a totally different person and then 10 years removed where we didn't see each other to the first year of you living here now the second year of you living here and then in a couple years, you'll be at my wedding and you'll see me as that person. And then who knows what'll, what'll happen after that or where we'll take it. But it's just kind of, it's, it's so interesting to see that. And it's nice. Uh, yeah. I, you know, when you, in you know, I haven't necessarily been in like long-term relationship at all. And, you know, maybe that's kind of like what this is, I imagine, Without, you know, the benefits, of course, you know. <laughs> but although we, we have said, you know, if it, uh, if it ever does freeze over again and, you know, the heater goes out and we... Uh, I'm cuddling, baby. We're cuddling together. But, uh, you know, I, I, it's nice to see each other grow and, and learn, you know, when you're together with each other, you know, for so long and the same, you know, whatever square feet this is. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's been a good time and I... Uh, I look forward to my two months left, and uh, if you're ever going to replace somebody, remember to increase their rent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That was great, though. That was was really good. That was really good. You got any final thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, anecdotes, funny stories? No, man. Funny thoughts. Uh... Still coined the term stoner group near the what ups, you know, stoner gang, stoner gang. (laughs) Yep, your your followers are the stoners. Um, nah, I mean, nothing really to follow up. I'm I'm excited for next chapter. Uh, gonna miss this place and we'll see where life goes. Well, thanks for coming on round three. Look forward to uh, round four, 2023. That's right. And uh, I appreciate you, Joel. Appreciate you, too. Love having you. Cool, man. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. We're not done. We have to do the outro. Oh, the outro. The outro. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, You know, share this with a friend, maybe. Share this with a friend that you haven't seen in a while or you feel a lot of love for or you have some gratitude for that, you know, would probably enjoy this conversation or send it to a roommate from college. I think that would be cool. But really, uh, subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, leave us a review. But most importantly, most importantly, for sure, take good care of yourselves and others. And we'll see you next time. Lots of love.